it's Cammy and it's Amanda and we're basically basic and we're back we're back we are back <laughs> and we are so excited to be back and we're just gonna address the elephant in the room I'm pretty sure the last time we talked to you guys we were like see you next week and I think that was this time last year <laughs> <laughs> we're not even sure like I no. need to check but like that's very possible yes but here we are today, and that's all that matters, because do you know what? His mercies are new every morning. Yes, and can I just, like, also say something really fast? We did not have a fight. We did not have a falling no, out. No, no. Nothing and I, happened. No, this is so... Nothing like, happened, and everything happened. Yes, you can trust that we are still 100% friends, and I do feel like there there will be episodes, we yes. can promise, where we will, like, dive more into our lives, like, what's been going on. But Cammie and I both just felt like really strongly in this season that an Advent episode was a necessity. Yes. And so, well, actually, episodes. 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 Four to be specific. (laughs) Four to be specific. Um, And so, yeah, here we are, and we're just letting the Lord lead us in this season, and we are letting him um, just lead this podcast. And so we're so excited. To the people that encourage us to come back again, we just wanted to say thank you. I feel like... If anything, we've always had this surrender to the Lord. This podcast was his idea, his plan. And I think we never really had like specific goals in mind. But when life gets crazy, obviously you're like, okay, you got to meet the necessary needs right in front of you. And I think kids, (laughs) you know, like surviving, just like basic, normal life, you know, just trying to make it to the splash pad in the summer. Just trying to like take a shower maybe every week, maybe just once, you know. But then I feel like God is so kind to just bring things back to the forefront of your mind when he wants it to come again. And I think with this podcast, we had... I feel like the past couple of months, it was like, not that people weren't bringing it up, but I hadn't really right. heard, thought about our podcast that much, mm-hmm. hadn't heard about it. Again, just trying to like get through the day. And then lately people just kept bringing it up to us. And mm-hmm. we were, I feel like we were together at places where it would be people up. were like, hey, like, just want you to know, like it matters to me or, or DMs or mm-hmm. texts, like just it being brought up. And I think. And most of the time, random people, random. not even necessarily like friends or no. family. It would be, I would be somewhere random and somebody would ask me like, hey, do you guys still do the podcast? And so I would text Cammie and I'd be like, okay, I think we maybe like need yes. to get this back up and running. And she would be like, okay, not even joking. I got asked the same thing like two days ago yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it was just, it was so kind of the Lord to be like, hey, like this is a way that you can serve me, honor me in your in your life. And I know like it's been crazy, but like I just feel like especially for Advent, which, you know, we can talk more about in a second about what this is going to look like and kind of why Advent's so important to us. But it's a season where it really is all about making the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. It actually makes me laugh because if you think about it, it's like this is the busiest time of year. So the, the irony no sense. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, let's do something at Christmas time <laughs> as moms. Let's add another thing to our plate. But it is the time where, okay, at the end of the day, like, I don't want to just look back on this Christmas season and be like, yes, we went to all the parties. Yes, we got all the Mm -hmm. gifts. We did all the Christmassy things. But, like, our heart wasn't in the right place. And I was thinking about this. We always pray before we do a podcast. And you were just praying for us, Amanda. And the thing I was asking the Lord in my spirit when you were praying was, like, God, one of my favorite parts about doing our podcast is that as I'm talking to you and as we're, like, doing these things, I feel like the Lord always brings me revelation. Like, it's Mm. like, I don't even know what I'm going to say or what's going to come out of my mouth. But as I'm like, there's a scripture that says like, open your mouth and the Holy Spirit will fill it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me, when we do our podcast, that's what happens. Like, it's like, I'm getting revelation and it feels like a form of worship, even just right now as we're doing this. So I was asking the Lord, like, God, give me revelation on who you are, on what Christmas means, on your son. 
And if that is all that we get from this podcast, if no one listens and if people are like, why are these basic girls trying to make basic happen again? <laughs> like, get them out of here. At least like you and I were like, man, we've at we least paused so in this season and made it about him and our friendship. And we really just love talking about Jesus. We really do. So it's like, even if, guys, I'm still the same person, I'm going to make up some words along the way. Like, <laughs> who knows? I may try to make fetch happen. I don't know. But all I know is like, the love of God has totally just like driven us to do this podcast and it makes me laugh too because in this season where life is so crazy and you know dealing with all the kids schedules and stuff it really just gives me and you an excuse to be like sorry everyone we have to do our podcast i'm (laughs) so sorry i have to get a coffee and i have to talk about jesus in the christmas season with my best friend and i have to order a starbucks because we're just gonna have to talk about it on the podcast so so sorry um so that's what we're gonna do and okay we're gonna do two things first because we have to obviously first we're gonna talk about our starbucks order of course Secondly, we're going to explain like kind of the plan for this Advent season. But before we do either of those, Amanda, would you like to remind our listeners what is Advent for those of like who are new or maybe like have never celebrated Advent? Yes. How how so, would you describe it in layman's terms? And then maybe okay. I'll get a little more like theological Specific. honest. Okay. So Advent typically starts the four Sundays before Christmas, I believe. Wow. That's correct. I don't even, I, yeah. yes. <laughs> Listen, Someone fact check us. Who's the like, theologian now? <laughs> it's you. Forget me. I don't even know anymore. I don't know anything. I haven't slept in two years. Just go. I don't know. Um, so yes, if I'm, we'll fact check this, but, or someone else can, whatever, but I believe it starts, Advent starts the four Sundays before Christmas. And it's just a way to prepare our hearts for, um, the Christmas season. And it's the Christmas story, uh, which we will talk about the shepherds, Mary and Joseph, the angels and the wise men. And so whether you're familiar with the story or not, Advent is just a way to count down to Christmas day, to the birth of Jesus and what that looked like and what that meant. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the most and basic it, way. Technically, I, I think it. like the official word Advent means arrival. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's the arrival of Christ coming and Mm -hmm. it's, if you follow like a liturgical calendar, which like some denominations of Christian Mm -hmm. faith do, the calendar actually had like different set seasons throughout the year. And there's actually, I learned this recently, the normal days is just called ordinary time, which I'm like, yeah. Like, so if you're not in like a specific season in the liturgical calendar, they literally just call it ordinary ordinary time. time. And I'm like, no wonder Christmas seems so much more magical and fun. Like we just just came out out of ordinary ordinary time. time. Like I'm over that. It's like no wonder my random Wednesday recently (laughs) felt lame. It was ordinary time, but now we're in Advent, which is preparing for the arrival of Christ. And another fact I learned, which is really cool, is I've heard it said before, like we live in between like two gardens, like the Garden of Eden, and now we're preparing for like the new earth. Mm -hmm. But we also live between two Advents. Mm -hmm. It's like Christ already arrived and we're like obviously preparing our hearts to celebrate and remember that he came. Mm -hmm. But we're also as believers waiting for the arrival of him to come again yeah. and that he is. So it's this like double, we live in, we live in that, two. this, this yeah. tension of like, okay, we get to celebrate and remember and honor the fact that God sent his son mm-hmm. in human form, which is just actually insane and came like so humbly. But then we also in that like preparation in that, like longing for him and thanking him and all this stuff, we can also look forward to like, he's going to come again. And yeah. I don't know about you, but like when I look at the world right now, I'm like, I need to have that. I'm banking yes, on Advent, thank you. baby. <laughs> Advent, Advent number two. Yeah. We just say yes and amen. Like, you know, obviously love my life, love my kids, love my family, but like the world needs Jesus to come again. Yes. And we need to celebrate that he did and we're celebrating that he will. I, I would even say just talking about like what Advent is, 
there's even like so many simple ways to make Advent like a part of your Christmas season. So for like something for anyone who has kids or really if you don't have kids, you could totally do this too. But we have a little, um, it's like a house uh, and it has little drawers in it yeah. for every day. And so every year I print off different scripture that has to do with Jesus's birth. I love that. And I put them in each little drawer. And so every morning starting, we don't really start the four or maybe... I guess whatever December, we just start on December 1st, but on December 1st, you open, the kids open one up and then every night we, they read that scripture and then we open our Bible that night as a family. And then we like talk about what that is. Cause it just helps even, I mean, definitely we need that as adults. I need that to center my heart, but even for kids, like I think for them, Santa and gifts are just like so big in our yes. culture. And so, which are all fun, fun and games, great things. I love a Santa moment. But I just feel like it's such a great way to like even remind them what Christmas is really about and to center their hearts. And so just to be able to like read a scripture for the whole month of December and then on Christmas Day, we're like, today's the day. Like this is the day Jesus was born. And so it just really does like remind you and center your heart on what Christmas is about, even among like all the gifts, all the like chaos that like Christmas Day might bring. Like we get to have true joy, not because of like any tangible thing that we've gotten that day. But, or even any traditions, but just because of like who Jesus is, that he came as a baby and just being reminded of this story, like the whole month is so special. And and you're right. It's like the world externally is going to like push, you know, Santa and the Mm -hmm, Grinch and like mm -hmm. all these things that are obviously, yeah, so fun, Mm -hmm. but it is up to us as believers to honestly, we're going to talk today about, um, well, should I just say it? Can I say it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's talk about Mary today. We're going to talk about Mary, but I was thinking about, we're going to talk a lot about how Mary, like she was very internal. I feel like she like it talked a lot about she pondered things in her heart. And so I feel like it's up to us as believers to like take this internal posture because it's it's almost like we know all the good things in life are kind of this narrow way. All the true like eternal godly things are mm-hmm. this like thing that are a lot of times harder to find. But there are things that we need to seek out as believers. Right. It's not just going to be like in our lap. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's I mean, not we're hard living to in find. our flesh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's not hard to find like, you know, a, a good Christmas like Santa situation, right. but it's going to be harder to see. Listen, out the there's a holiday things. bar in the downtown square you live in Listen, that I'm all Listen, about. <laughs> I'm all about Christmas. Like, there's there's the both and, right? Like, we you need don't have to push Christmas on me, <laughs> I am ready to go. Like, put on those jingle bells, you know? I'm like down. But I feel like it is that thing of, okay, how can we make it about what it's actually about? Yes. Even Steven the other day, like, he basically yelled at Alexa and I was like dying laughing because he keeps, <laughs> he's like, Alexa, play Christmas music. And she goes, holiday classics. And he's <laughs> he like, I, I said know. Christmas music. And she's like, your holiday playlist. And he goes, once again, he's like being so sassy. But it is, it's like, okay, so like you can take... Christmas totally. and make your holiday thing, Alexa. But mm-hmm. as for me in my house, it this is, is Christ Day. Christ Moss, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure in Spanish means more of Christ, <laughs> not holidays. So we're all about oh more of Christ gosh. here. Before we dive into the deep, deep, we have to do the, mo- not, not the most important thing. I was going to say the most important. That's really blasphemous. Oh, yeah. Maybe like the third most important. Third, we're gonna work our way back. Third most important is what we're drinking from Starbucks. Stay with us here. Starbucks order. Yeah, because. The holiday cups are back. Oh, it's so good. Although I've only gotten... Do they only have one cup this year? Like the red disposable Well, cup? I've only seen... The only cup that I keep getting is like... the looks like a wrapping paper and it's like pink and... Oh, really? No, no I think they have multiples. Oh, Because wow, I've had weird. like a checkeredy um, red and green no. one. Oh, no, I haven't gotten that. Oh, I feel really? like every time I've gone... It's like quilty looking. Mine's like 
pink, it's got like pink and blue. I'm like, I'm, oh. I like the pink, but I'm like, there is red in it too. Oh, okay, okay. But it's not, that's it. So, oh. Everyone tag us in your cups. Yeah, let me, yeah. Let me see your cups. Ooh, tag us That would be a good one. Um, okay, <laughs> what is your, what is, well, I have a, a bunch of Christmas drinks I like, but what is your okay. favorite right now? So, I am a cold brew girl year round. Yes, you love, I love a cold brew. And Hot also cold. in Texas, like, and also in Texas, we I just honestly still brew. can drink a cold brew. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think I actually do drink my coffee fairly slowly. I'm and drinking so, water right now for those of you that can do <laughs> So, the thing about hot drinks is, and you know this if you're a mom, I get very distracted so easily. True. And then the to go, if I'm on the go, like I can't warm it up, it gets that cold. So, when I'm on the go, a cold brew is still my thing. So, there's some options. Okay. You can do the cold brew with chocolate cold foam, which I know you're not a chocolate no. girl with your coffee. So, is it just you're not chocolate at all or just with your coffee? I'm not a chocolate, like, drinking person. Like, like okay. unless it it's like hot a chocolate. If it's just hot, like, I'm saying if I'm drinking chocolate, <laughs> okay, I don't love it unless okay. it's a hot chocolate. Or if it's in the afternoon, like, it'd be like, or like an okay. espresso chocolate like martini. Like an apple cider. Yes, like, but not like, bad. if it's my, if it is my, like, I'm drinking coffee, coffee. for the first time in the day, and that is like, in my head, in, in my head, if this is my coffee drink <laughs> okay. for the day, I don't want chocolate in it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I can feel But that. I feel like what you're saying sounds great. It's, it it's does good. sound really, great afternoon, pick me yeah. up if you want that. Okay, so you can get like chocolate cold foam. Or I think they have like a caramel, like drizzle cold oh, foam. Oh, okay. That one is really good as well. But right now, guys, I am a fall girly and I'm not going to lie, I'm hanging on to fall. I'm the hanging PCCB? on to the pumpkin cream cold foam cold brew. Okay, well, can I can I tell you something you could do that I think you would love? <gasps> yes. Okay, so you know that you can get the cold foam, right? Yes, yes. But you can add anything to the cold foam. What? So what I got the other day no, was no, my heart's not ready. Yes, was you just get I you say okay, I want a grande cold brew with the sweet. I think it's called sweet vanilla cold foam. So okay. it's like it's the same pom- foam, foam as okay. the pumpkin cream cold brew. Okay, but there's just not pumpkin in it. But instead of pumpkin, I just say, can I get the cold foam with three pumps of gingerbread? <gasps> so oh, you're making a gingerbread. Cold, cold, you're making it yourself. Yes, you're making it yourself. Wait, I think that's so. so you put good. nothing in the cold brew because we but, like the coffee taste. Yeah, you exactly. do, I, and I always say no vanilla. No vanilla, exactly. No vanilla pumps. So it's like you want the cold brew, mm-hmm. but then the foam on top. They've put pumps in the foam, so you could put any any of the holiday like flavors you could put in oh, the foam. Okay. So sugar try, cookie foam. Yes, you could you could do whatever. <sighs> wow, this so is why we do this podcast. Everyone, <laughs> go crazy and tag us <laughs> in what drinks you make. <laughs> Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. Okay, Although, so it's... Okay, just as a total side note, because I okay. do this all the time. Okay. The other day, I ordered that, and I watched the guy, like, hand it to me, and he shook it up. <gasps> no. How dare you? How dare you? I to get that fresh right? I was foam like, I wanted the mix with a cold like, brew. That is, no. like, the, the beauty of, like, no. the foam on top yeah, and the cold no. brew, and he just do hands it to me it. and shakes it. I was like, excuse this you? This is not a shake in espresso. No. What are you doing with my drink? And I was like, I looked in his eyes to see if there was going to be any guilt or shame. I was like, do you even feel bad for what you just did? Nothing. He just handed it to me like, this is what I ordered. I said, it wasn't, but okay. Okay, bro. Okay, so okay, what's your drink? So I've been getting, I love a hot drink and, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I asked for it extra hot, which helps. Oh, But okay, I also duh. have this weird thing and option. like Steven actually thinks I have like a disease or something. Okay. Where like, I you cannot burn, burn your my tongue. mouth. You I, want to I, burn your no, tongue. No, but I can't, my tongue doesn't burn. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I so, can't like, do, I will burn my tongue. Like I get extra hot and Steven's like, actually, how are you drinking this? No, that's, you, I know, you and Tyler are the same. He does that every yeah. time. He gets it extra hot and he's like, I want I like the my hot. tongue to like burn the taste buds off. But mine doesn't burn. It's just like, I like the heat. I don't know. Okay. So I've been getting a flat white. Okay. With either like non-fat milk, almond milk, oat milk, whatever okay. I'm feeling, okay. whatever milk I'm feeling, okay. 
And then I put two pumps of the caramel brulee mm. or two pumps of the chestnut praline. Okay. And then I ask for whatever sprinkles go with that, just to sprinkle a little bit on top. Oh, just for a little fun. Just a little, just a little funsy sprinkle, sprinkle. Cute. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm drinking today. Okay. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, very good. Um, okay, so Amanda, we kind of already shared this, but the, we are praying about what to do for Advent. Mm-hmm. There is four Sundays, four weeks of Advent. This year, it's really cool because Christmas Eve is a Sunday, which means Christmas Day is a Monday. Is a Monday. We didn't want to release episodes on Sundays because it's kind of weird. Like, yeah. we got a lot, lot going on on Sundays. Right, right. So we're going to do an episode every Monday, and it happens to work where it's every Monday of December, actually. Yeah, so it's And perfect. the last episode is Monday, December 25th, Christmas Yay. Day. And so each episode, we decided this year, we've done, like, Christmas carols in the past. I think we broke down a scripture last year. Mm-hmm. This year, we really wanted to dive into what we would consider the main characters of the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. And this Christmas story, we're pulling out of Luke 1 and 2 and Matthew 1 and 2. Fun fact, if you look at the Gospels, these two books of the Gospels, there's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, there's really not a traditional um, Christmas story in Mark or in John. It jumps mm-hmm. actually right into uh, John the Baptist and him baptizing Jesus in both of those. Or in the book of John, it's, you know, in the beginning was the word mm-hmm. and the word is... It's more like that romantic poetic language, which is why I love John. Mm-hmm. But the Christmas story that we've come to know comes from kind of a combination of what you read in Matthew and what you read in Luke. And so if you are going to follow along with us on all four episodes, which we really hope you do, I would challenge you and me to really read Matthew 1 and 2 and Mm -hmm. Luke 1 and 2 a lot this season. And it's really interesting because I've been asking the Lord this year specifically, God's been taking me on a journey with his word and it's been so sweet. And my prayer has been, help me to like read this like it's the first time, like with fresh eyes, not with like you know, oh, I know this and just like skip over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've even been guilty in the past of like wanting to go through the gospels and I'll just start Skim, at week three because or, I'm like, yeah. I know the Christmas story. Right. But it's really wild because if you look at these like with fresh eyes, there's a lot of things that like we kind of talk about or celebrate with the Christmas story that is nowhere to be found. Yeah. It's like, we yeah. kind of just like, like, where's the innkeeper? Mm-hmm. Don't, I literally, he's not even a part of the story really. That's true. That's yeah. crazy. There's like I these weird that. things that we just kind of like make Assume, up. Assume maybe, yeah. Um, And then we kind of like, we have combined, which is makes sense. Like we've combined both the stories, but there's they go into detail like of different parts and different mm-hmm. gospels. And so, um, today we thought, who better to start the story of Christmas than the first one who knew that Jesus was coming, which was Mary and Joseph. Mary, <laughs> Mary and Joseph. Obviously, we're the first two. Um, yeah. So I'm I even to- think too, just to piggyback on what you were saying, when you ask the Lord for fresh eyes for a story that you may already know, it's crazy how even with whatever season of life that you're in, like you may relate to like one of the characters of this story, like more than the other. And so like right now I feel like I have a really soft spot for Mary just because we're in like the thickness of motherhood. And there was things that we'll talk about here in a second that were even high, even like kind of reading up on this verse again, getting ready for this episode. I was telling Cammie some things where I'm like, I just didn't realize X, Y, and Z about Mary. And I've, and I know this Christmas story. And so that's just like encouragement that there's going to be different things that are highlighted, maybe in like different seasons that you're in, just because you can relate to like mm-hmm. other ones that you wouldn't be able to before in a different season. So Absolutely. I love that. Anyways. Okay. So we are going to start by reading, um, some scripture. And I think this is, is this Luke or no? Oh, great question. Yeah. I don't think we, you start reading it. And okay. You look at it. Okay. I want to so, say it's Matthew. 
I think you're right. But we'll see. Okay, so we'll tell we'll read what verse it is after I read. But this is the birth of Jesus foretold. In the oh, it's six- Luke one twenty starts at verse. I think I want to follow along. Oh yes. So Luke one twenty six is where we're gonna start. Okay. Perfect. Go. go for it. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month of her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's so, there's so many things. I'm, I'm like, like, where do we actually where do we, even start? Where do we go? Also, this, this is not the place to start, but I'm going to start here anyways. <laughs> All I could think about was the verse where it's like, and his, his reign will no, no end. Where is that? Um, All I could hear was, and he shall reign forever <laughs> and ever. I, like, right? That's literally what yes, I have no, to get it from. True. It's very true. Yeah, he'll be called the most high and he will have, out of his kingdom, there will be no end. That's totally where they that get That is from. exactly. Holy yes, Eucharist. it really is. Holy I love when that happens. I love that. So many hymnals. Do you want to start? What do you feel? What is God speaking to you about this? So I think so many things, but I'm going to go back to, um, oh gosh, let me think. Let me think. I think just when, okay, so a couple things. When the angel first spoke to Mary, the thing that is has been highlighted to me is that, and Cammie and I were talking about this in preparation for this episode, but that she was a bit like an angel, like what? There's an angel near me. You know, like I think we we talk about angels and like even for me I tell my kids like at bedtime like there's angels in your room that are protecting you yeah. and I believe that there really are, but like if a physical angel came to me in my room yes. and was like sweet Amanda, <laughs> you will bear, you know, a child yes. and I'd be like, "Wait, well, I think I just don't I can't even tell you that is such a grand thing that I can't even tell you what my like initial reaction yeah. would be, whatever. And so I just love that in this scripture, what does it say her response is? It says that she was perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. So obviously we don't know like the time frame maybe necessarily from when she like went to Elizabeth to like tell her, hey, I'm going to bear a son and so are you. 
But I just, I wonder, like, even in that moment, like, did she start praying and asking the Lord, like, okay, what does this mean? What is this? Did she, like, go immediately, like, talk to friends? But it says she pondered. And so I'm assuming that means she just talked to the Lord about it. Yeah. Well, I love it, too, because it's, you know, it says that the angel came to her and said, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. And, like, whenever in other parts of, I don't know, of the Bible, when angels appear, I feel like, feel like it's a lot more, like, grand. In my head, at mm-hmm. least, it's, like, this big moment. Like, mm-hmm. I see them, like, like bursting through the clouds. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, yeah. bursting through the clouds and, like, this big thing. This but, feels like, so This feels so personal. Yes, like, yeah. intimate. Like, first of all, greet, greetings. greetings. Like, to me, that feels like an alien yeah. greeting. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like in this situation, because later on it says that, like, uh, Mary greeted Elizabeth. Like, I feel like it's their way of just being, like, hi. Like, yes. You know, and I do don't feel... be afraid. Like I'm like this. Like this angel came to Mary as she was, mm-hmm. and it must have not been like in a terrifying way because it says right. like she was perplexed and like. Pondered. I don't think I there think was like was a loud like, bang. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was more yeah. like whoa, like you know. But but he starts with saying like favored one, like mm-hmm. like, and you brought this up earlier, Amanda, and like I haven't been able to get over it since. Yes. But, like, you know, we think of Mary now. We know Mary. Yes. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Yeah, it's like who that's she who she is to yes. us, and like we know, you know, who she was this back half of her life. But, like, when this angel enters in this story, like, I guess they think she's probably, like, a teenager. Like, that's kind mm-hmm. of the age they're guessing. Mm-hmm. Young teen is what I've heard. Like, maybe even 13. Yeah. But, like, she had already lived her life in a way where... She was favored. An ange- yeah, an angel is yeah. saying, like, you're a favored one. And God is, like... And I love it. The first thing says is, greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. Like, mm-hmm. if you're about to walk into anything new... Like, the first thing that you want to know is, like, hey, God's here. Like, yeah. he's with you. He's yeah. in this. And, like, anything from that place, there's that's, like, a foundation that's being laid. And it and it's, like, he's with her. It, this isn't, to me, it sounds like this isn't the first time that God's entering into her story. It's, like, hey, right. he's with you. He's been with you. Like, mm-hmm. you're favored because of the way that you pastured your life. And I was like, Amanda, like, when I read Mary's story, the word that, like, just kept standing out to me was just, the humility yeah. of Mary and Joseph. Like we're we're not gonna read Joseph's part of the story, but you can see more of his in Matthew. But like for Joseph, he doesn't even like, I feel like when I told myself the Christmas story, I kept picturing like an angel coming to Joseph, which he does, but he comes in a dream repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And like it seems like the way the Lord speaks to Joseph is a dream. But also talk about a faithful man like I don't know about you, but, like, there's so many times I can get a dream that's probably from God that I can just justify it away. Yeah. And it's, like, he was so, both of them were both so humble and, Mm -hmm. like, so quick to listen to to and be obedient to God that, like, like in whatever the greeting was, if it was a dream or this angel appearing, like, it seems like their posture of their heart was, like, servant. And, like, repeatedly it talks about Mary keeps referring to herself as a servant. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. a servant of God. And it's, like, that humble posture of, like, I'm my life is yours, God, is, like, already the foundational thing before she even enters into what for sure is going to be the wildest, craziest adventure of her life. Yeah. A, just motherhood in yeah. general. Whether or not it <laughs> whether was or Jesus not Christ. the son of God. But whether whether or not you're a virgin yeah. entering into this. Whether or not, like, people are going to be <laughs> talking. you've never like, been married before. Right, like All of these things. Like, it's like she's coming into this crazy journey and we know even like, you know, years later what she's going to have to endure watching her son mm-hmm. do the ministry he does and then be crucified. Like all these things that she's coming into, the base of it, it seems like is just, hey, you're favored. God's with you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like stand and, on that. And that's what I was telling Cammie when we were reading is I was like, I, you know, I think that we live in like such a oversharing world right now where it's like, 
we put a lot of stuff out there and, you know, whether it's just like for funsies or just like what, you know, maybe like subconsciously we want praise for it. I don't know. But I was just thinking like, there's this one big thing that we know about Mary, obviously like her story, you know, she was the virgin that Jesus chose to birth the son of God. Like we know her as that, but even the fact that the angel would come and call, and call her favored one, like the story that us as like the reader or us like not being the Lord and not knowing her story beforehand, like Mary had a story before this. Mm-hmm. And I just think that if you're in a season where you feel like nobody is seen, maybe what you feel, maybe God has like put a dream in your heart or a calling in your heart, or maybe he's told you something in a dream and you feel like you just haven't even seen that come to fruition. I just keep thinking like, don't lose hope Mm -hmm. because it's like the Lord gave you that calling for a reason. And maybe the world doesn't know it yet. Like maybe the world doesn't know your story, but it's like, there's things that you're walking through right now where the Lord is calling you favored one. Yeah. I really believe that. Yes. And and I love that because when you were talking, I was thinking of like, the both and of like how in the Bible it talks about how we co-labor with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's like God has these things like that he has for us, but it comes with our partnership of right. humbling ourselves of like the highest for the Lord. Yeah, yes. Of yeah. like, of coming in, like of, you know, just doing the things in the unseen place mm-hmm. and like at the right time he comes. And I think the crazy part is if we go back to the, the scripture you just read, we're actually seeing a story of like two women, right? There's mm-hmm. Mary, but there's also Elizabeth. And mm-hmm. the irony of their stories happening at the same time where Mary is a virgin, in her mind, not ready to have a kid. In her mind, like, not even married. How can like, this be? Yeah, how can this be? <laughs> like this, how, first of all, she like, says that. I, I love, Mary kind of seems like a practical girly to me. She right? is, like, she's a type one. Yeah, she is. She's like, she's <laughs> asking these questions. She's like, he says all stuff and hers is like, okay, but like, actually how? Like, how can this be? Not, I would yeah. be that emotional. I'd be like, yeah. oh, what in the actual world? Yet. I'd be like, well, like, I, like, so I feel like my emotions would be probably yes. what would have been the story. But Mary hers is like very how? calm, cool, and collected. Yes. But she also seems like a realist yeah. of like, are you sure, Lord? Yes. Like me? Which I love how the Lord honored, like the angel through the Lord through the angel honors Mary because after that he actually tells her like, how can this be? And he's like, the Holy Spirit will come upon you with the power of the most high. Like he's I'll like, give you he's like all these things. And he says like, this is actually how it's going to be Mary. Cause I know you probably need to know the details, Mary, yes. cause that's your personality. <laughs> but then he says like 30 verse 37 is for nothing will be impossible with God. Oh, and what so I good. think is so cool about that is like, again, Mary's before Jesus, like she hasn't seen Jesus open blind eyes yet. She mm-hmm. hasn't seen. And I think of mm-hmm. like, Oh, I just got chills. This is a relation I've like never had before, but I think about when Jesus later on does his first miracle yeah. of turning water into wine. Yeah. And Mary's the one that like initiates him doing that. <gasps> oh my gosh, you're right. And I think about what she's thinking about like has for nothing will be impossible with God just been oh. this like thing resonating in her heart for years, for years, for years. That's right. And then she's like, like that faith Wait, has been brewing so for 30 good. years, even from this moment. And then she tells her son at the, like. At the wedding. Yeah. Yes. He's like, she's like, nothing's possible with God. Go turn that water into wine. Let's have a dance party. Right? Oh, that's so Like, how nice. cool is that? But you for see, a mom to, like, yes. witness that. <laughs> like, but, but even just, like, she has a forerunning faith. Like, yeah. yes, Jesus, like, obviously is going to teach her so much because he's mm-hmm. Jesus. But mm-hmm. she was chosen because there's something inside of her that had faith for the impossible. Yeah. Yes. But then at the same time. And that can mother Jesus. That can mother him. She's this young girl who's like, how is this happening? But then you see Elizabeth, who it says is, we know was, like, older. Yeah. Had probably longed for a child for a mm-hmm. really long time. And her birth story for John the Baptist was impossible for a whole different reason. Yeah. It wasn't because she was too young and a virgin. It was because evidence had shown her time and time again, like, hey, this isn't happening for Yeah, you. yeah. And the fact that at this exact same time, like, 
God's story enters in and breaks both of their boxes. Yeah. And I just love this because it's like, as women, we can see like the both and of like, there's going to be some listeners today that are like, I don't feel ready. I don't feel equipped. I feel too young. I feel like afraid. I feel like everyone's going to judge me. And then there's other listeners and even like, I can think of examples of both in my life at the same time where I'm like, I'm too old. I've been proven time and time again that I'm going to fail. It's not going to work. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, we can relate to Mary and Elizabeth at both points in our own story or in different times in our life. Yeah. And I would even say just by us deciding to do this Advent episode, I was really, I feel like the story of Mary was like really speaking to my heart in this season because I would be lying if I said, I've totally thought about our podcast like in the past year, but there's definitely been times where I was like, okay, let's be real. Like, I'm not a Gen Z. Like, I don't have it. I'm not going to, like, we're not going to be maybe, like, posting as often or, like, you know, advertising our podcast as well. Like, we don't have, like, paid advertisement. Like, there's things even about this calling that the Lord has given our friendship where, and for just to honor Him, like, no matter who's listening. But there's definitely been times in the past year where I'm like, okay, girly, you're a mom of two. Like, you're not that cool. Let's, like, (laughs) sit down for a minute, you know? And that's just, and that's probably the enemy, like, whispering that. Totally. But I just think, like, no, like, this story is such a reminder to me that A plus B does not equal C. Yeah. And I just feel like Mary wasn't even married yet when she, when Jesus, I mean, when God put the, put Jesus in her womb. And it's like, she was super young, like, you know, there's even, we'll talk about Joseph, but like Joseph wanted a divorce at first because he was like, wait a minute, I'm going to marry a girlie with a baby. Yeah. He's like, A plus B was supposed to equal C with my kid. Right. And even with like Elizabeth being like older in age and thinking I'll never conceive a child. And it's just, it is such a reminder to me. Like it's truly what the scripture says when it says nothing is impossible with God. And it is absolutely true. Even in the story of Jesus coming into the world as an infant to be our savior, because it's like everything that I would imagine a king and a savior of the world to look like and do it's just not no how I would you know make the equation happen. no no and, and I, like I think Mary's response and Joseph's response is both just this like my life is yours God like this is not the picture that I had and I think when I think about them it's like they had a big picture story mm-hmm. and like engagement it's like you know you're planning for a wedding like you have a plan right and this is not it this mm-hmm. was not the plan mm-hmm. and you know, there's things in our life that we can plan out and we can have like this big picture goal and this stuff. And I can look back at my own life of things that did not pan out the way that I wanted. But I think what God is so much more worried about is like crafting our heart and yeah. like using and our character, and our character yeah. using all these things in our life to like mold us. And are we constantly going back and, and choosing to like give it back to him and letting him use it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and be like, oh, like it's not really up to me. Right. I don't get to choose like the good, the bad, and the ugly, or even the outcome of how big or how small it is. Because you were saying, like, you know, you feel like you're not Gen Z. I I had the same thought, but almost opposite. Like, Oh, like older and wiser? Well, I was thinking more like, we are, I'm like just turned 35, and that uh-huh. birthday, like, was like, whoa, 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 that feels very right. old. Right. So it was more like, oh, like, I'm older, and like, I haven't, like, if, if I'm 35, I better have, like, at least 100k Instagram followers to even try oh. saying anything. Oh, I see. Yes. It's like I'm too old to try something new. Okay, yeah, that's you know, real it's like the too. same idea. That's it's like too. it's like you're like, oh, we should mine's be younger. Like, I'm not relevant. My not relevant, and yeah. mine's like yeah. mine's like oh, like 
we're older and like there's enough people in our age bracket that have already made it. Exactly. We did it. Yes. Or I just think, so when we started this podcast, really podcasts weren't as much of a thing yeah. as they are now. I mean, it was 2017. It's been a while. Right. And now I just feel like podcasts are right. like, Everyone, everyone it's, has yeah, that's one. It's like a dime a dozen. Yes. And so I think I have sometimes like succumbed to maybe the lies of the enemy of just being like, okay, like there's plenty out, like plenty flash, of podcasts are out there. Exactly. Like needle in a haystack. Just pick a lane mm-hmm. and stay, you know, That's, or whatever. Like, be a mom. If you're going to be a mom, go be a mom. But, like, just leave the podcast yes. out of it. And so I just am so grateful that, like, we're here today getting to talk about this story. Because even, again, just in, like, this first episode where we're, like, highlighting Mary and Joseph's role in Jesus's story, it's just, it has really been a reminder to my heart of, again, asking the Lord to highlight something that maybe I didn't see last year or the year before that in this Christmas Advent season. Um, but, yeah, he's just reminded me that, like, nothing is impossible with him. And truly by just like giving up what we think this season should look like, whether it's like, I'm going to play Santa this year for my kids. And I'm going to like, make sure the tables are set for like holiday season. Like, yes, we can do that, but we can also sit and make time to like dive into the scripture because who knows what he'll do with it. Well, I was talking to you about this earlier, Amanda, but something that God's been really speaking to me about in this year was the word that God gave me for 34 was intention Mm -hmm. and the difference between like intention and expectation yes and I think like you know as you were saying as a mom so like we have sometimes I know I can do this for even like put pressure on Steven or myself Mm -hmm. like I have an expectation Mm -hmm. of what this moment should look like what Mm -hmm. whether it's like a birthday party I'm planning or like even just a play day with my kids like I I can make a picture that is so detailed of like this is what perfect should look like in this moment this is my expectation but an intention is like if I'm, you know, taking my kids to the park, my if I'm honest with myself, my intention is that I want my kids to have fun and I yeah. want to I want to be connected with them. Right. My expectation might look like they follow me like my rules perfectly. They right. never run run away. Right. They play with every kid the park. Nobody throws a fit on exactly, the walk. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm just honest with my intention, if I can leave being like, oh, I had an inten- intention to connect as a family, every other detail of that. Like, it doesn't really matter. No. You know, and so with the holiday season, my intention is to create a Christmas season that has Christ at the center and that cr- creates great memories of my family. Mm-hmm. How what that looks like and all these other things around it, like, don't are not going to go. They're not no. going to go the way they want. They're no. just not. They and don't like, matter. And I think Mary was such a living example, and Joseph, such a living example of this. Like, their intention, if they're honest, was, which it shows in the fruit of their lives, was to honor and love God and that their life would be his. And it feels like they had obviously an expectation of like we get married then we have kids Mm -hmm, we you know mm -hmm. probably have a quote-unquote normal family and like none of that obviously happened Mm -hmm. they it was but they were okay with it because their intention was first and foremost we're gonna honor god right and then it seems like their second intention even was we're gonna honor each other and like you can see the choices that they made especially joseph who easily could have bailed and been like peace out oh yeah you know he's like this baby's yeah. not in my womb <laughs> bye you're on your own girl but his intention was honor god honor her and he did that and yeah. i think like and then the angel because they because he had wanted a divorce and then the angel came to him in a dream, a dream. and said do not be afraid right. this child was conceived by the holy spirit and, he and he's it. like yeah and he believed it but again he had like free will he could have been like okay thank you angel for that news but i'm still out you know and i think as a married person like and anyone in the relationship like the best foundations you can have is like okay am i honoring god individually and then am i honoring my spouse and if those two things are at the forefront of my mind like it's gonna work out we're gonna we're gonna like it might not be easy right but it's gonna be good and i think you actually said that about 
like about the fact that it might not look perfect. It might not look easy in what we're doing, but we equate in this day and age easy with good. And that's just mm-hmm. not the truth. And I was telling Cammy one thing that I probably realized I just hadn't like actually dissected it in a while was that Mary was the one of, according to the Bible was one of the, or was the only person that was present for Jesus's birth and his crucifixion. And it's like, I don't like, if you're a mom, you know, like no mom wants to see their son. Yeah. Yeah. Like die on a cross. And I was just reading that this morning and I just thought, oh my goodness, it gave me not a piece because of course, like no mother wants to see that, but it, it gave me this hope that even on the days that like, I feel like as a mother, I am maybe screwing my kids up or I'm not doing it right. I just had this like overwhelming yeah, it was like a sense of peace of like, God has me exactly where he wants me because it's like Mary did really hard things as the mother of Jesus. And there was even a, um, there's one part of the scripture where Jesus, they go on, Mary and Joseph go on a trip when Jesus is, I think like 12 or 13 and he's in the temple worshiping mm-hmm. for three days. And they think that he's on they this, lost like, him. they lost him. So then they go back to try to find him. And she tells him like, why would you basically like scare us like this? And he's like, Mom, don't you know, like, I'm spo- I'm always supposed to be, like, in the... In my temp- father's house. In my father's house. And so... Oh, we have some background noise. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, so don't mind the fact in my parents' house and there's cleaning <laughs> vacuuming going on outside for life. But you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like she still had those... Even though... She Even was though she mother. was in the perfect will of God, clearly right, God, right. like God, was the one that conceived this baby. Exactly, there, there was, was still hardship. so much suffering and hardship exactly. that came. And so, that means she was doing something wrong, right? It was exactly. Opposite. So that's what—that's the part that brought me as a mother so much peace. And I hope that's like encouraging to somebody out there right now. Like, if you are in a season, not even of motherhood, but if you are just in a season that you feel like is so hard, I just want to encourage you to take that hardship to the Lord because hard does not always mean bad. And that's, that's so what Cami and I were talking about this morning of like, man, it just gave me such a hope that even on the hard days or even on the days where I feel like I'm doing it wrong, I took so much comfort in this scripture of like, wow, even Mary found hardship. And it's like, I thought Mary was perfect, <laughs> yeah, you know? And so anyways, I just hope that's like encouragement to somebody. Yeah. Well, we're going to leave you guys with a little quote that we wrote, just like thinking about all of this. And um, this episode, I think something that spoke to us was just the idea that true humility and a laid down life for love looks like letting God be the author and perfecter of our lives. He gets to write the story. He gets all the glory and somehow he uses it all to shape us, mold us, and refine us to look more like him. And when I look at the life of Mary, I just see someone that was so humbled, willing to lay down her life for the love of God and then for her family. And she let God be the one to write the story. Yeah. And then he used that to perfect her and grow her to look more like what she was supposed to look like. And at the end of the day, God got so much glory from her and Joseph's life and it was used up for him. And I just know like in my life that is not perfect, that is messy. Like at the end of the day, I just want to look back and know that I let God use as much of me as I could. And that in my humility, I was postured in a place to where he could use it because I was offering back to him. Yeah. So this Christmas, guys, we just hope that you are blessed to slow down a little bit and pause and make the main thing the main thing and it really is all about jesus yeah we love you guys we're so excited so next week we will talk about should we tell them yeah tell them. okay so next week we're gonna talk about the shepherds um so be sure to listen next week and we are just so thankful to be on this advent journey with you guys i'm so excited and just expectant for the way that the lord is speaking to my heart personally through this and so 
our prayer is that he would do the same for you guys. Yes. So I'm Cami. I'm Amanda. We're basically basic. And I forgot what we say. <gasps> and <laughs> just, we know you are too. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is just proof. Wow. It's been way, way too, too long. long. We're rusty. Okay, okay, so rusty, rusty, rusty. It would have been really girl. funny if I had said, I'm Cami, and you were like, I don't know what to say. I'd be like, Amanda? Like, do you know your name? Okay, let's okay, try let's But there's more, so I don't know if you remember it. We're just going to see. Yes, I do. I, okay, okay. I think we'll see do you get glowing. I don't know. We're okay, going to have we'll to see. find out. This is live footage. Uh, I'm Cammie. And I'm Amanda. We're basically basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic. And have a very... Merry Christmas. There it is. It came to me. It came to me. <laughs> Guys, I'm a little rusty. It's you okay. Know? It's fine. Bye-bye. <laughs>